Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next Knicks fans, and what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay. Good day to you, Craig. (laughs) A.K.A. Landerson Hooper, who's been receiving a lot of hate on Twitter for his stance on whether the Knicks playing the rest of the way 10 games under 500. Was I? Would or would not be a disappointment. Did I really receive a lot of hate? It was really just Johnny Bones. No, it's a lot of hate. (laughs) Just one person. One other person, too. Oh. Two people. Conveniently on Twitter, you said you don't even remember saying that on the last show. Did I? I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we argued about it for like 10 minutes. So it's really disrespectful for our listeners that you don't remember it at all. I think that the whole thing was, though, yes. Like here from here on out, is it disappointing? Of course it is. Yes. But if you asked us day one of the season and you then told us what our final record was going to be, I mean, that is not disappointing at all, Craig. But yeah, when you, when you look at the front fuck, half of the season, we're going to argue about course. this again? That's just Come exactly on. what we were arguing about last time. We at talked the beginning about of the season, if we had told you that we ended up 30 and 42, would you have been disappointed with that? Is it the beginning of the season, Jay, anymore? No, no is but, it, that's, is it? but that's the qualifier there. No. And why? now that the second half of the schedule came out, Jay's prediction is looking a lot fucking more yeah, have realistic. You looked at that? Get there's, ready to be fucking disappointed. There's some pretty brutal trips there. Well, I will tell you, we will be disappointed, guys. This The argument is not what their record is going to be. Maybe you're right, Jay. That's not the fucking point. The point <laughs> Knicks is. Knicks fans are always disappointed. The point Craig. is that, that, that I'm saying. Everyone will be disappointed. It will be a disappointing season. Season. Mm. If we go from Meh. 15 and 17 to 10 games under 500, it will be a disappointing season. I think after the dust settles, I don't know if it'll, there'll be enough takeaways from this season where you won't be that disappointed after some time gets between you and the season. You'll be left to wonder which team was it? The team that went the second half, 10 games under, or the team that started the first half? Basically 500. It'll be disappointing. And we won't know which team it even is. Mm. <sighs> Wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that'll make you laugh, cry, and climax. It is a hard next life. <laughs> Ooh, that is fucking disgusting. Barry, let's talk about betting. BetOnline.ag. Any sport you're into, plus a ton of reality shows, futures, and props. If you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, NBA, NHL, MLB, betonline.ag is the best and only place to go. What happened last night, Barry? I broke even. 
Again, that's the second night in a row where, you know, I placed two bets. I won one, I lost one. Shouldn't you have won like $800 the other night? <laughs> when the Knicks played Minnesota, after being off for a few days, I put 100 bucks on the Knicks and uh, the Minnesota was getting three points. So, so they covered that. And then I saw this bet. If the Knicks would win by anywhere between 10 and 13 points, it was like plus 700. So I threw money on that too. I thought they, can, they could blow them out or, you know. And it looked good, you know, in that third quarter until Minnesota, you know, came back. I was lucky to win at all because they won by four. You know, I made it by one point. So I broke even that night. And then last night I broke even because the Wizards couldn't fucking come within 12 points of the Clippers. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. Barry, would you ever do that? The online casino? I have not done that yet. Well, if you want to, head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys. Julius Randle is an all-star. Yes, he is. Randle, invincible, indefensible, folks. The first Nick since... KP. KP, the snake. The snake. You have no drops for snakes, do you? No, I looked for like hissing snakes once before. But they really weren't that great. What about like a slithering snake? You don't. The I nothing? don't even know what that or like would a, sound. A rattle. How about a rattle? I, I yeah, love, a rattle. I, sure. I really couldn't find anything good. I thought you would appreciate that, and it's just. I mean, all I really have for him is the Latvian music. Yeah, we. Ha- oh yeah, we have the shitty Latvian music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First All Star since this piece of shit. Yeah. Now listen. And he didn't even get to partake in the game. This right, could be exactly. this could be Latvian music, like the German folk music you played for for DJ, where he was like, "No, that's not German folk music." So, I mean, who knows if that's actually Latvian? It doesn't matter what's actually music. true. the The fact is, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, before the game against the Warriors, we obviously had fans back for the first time this season, which was great to see. The All Star Julius spoke. New York, New York, what's up? We're finally here, man. It's been a long time coming. Um, <laughs> Chance of MVP. MVP. Were you getting choked up, Barry, for this? Yeah, I was, actually. I was just getting chills seeing fans in the garden. Yeah, yeah, no, that was nice. Oh, no, what's up? Uh-huh. <laughs> It's been a long time coming, man, uh, and it's been tough, but we've definitely felt you guys' love and energy uh, and support. It's a great step uh, in moving forward for our city, man, so we appreciate it. We thank the love and support uh, to the frontliners. We know some of you guys are here. Thank you guys for everything you've done. We couldn't do this without you. Go Knicks. Really well-deserved for Julius Randle, and it's amazing how far he's come from last year. You could really tell what it means to him to make his first All-Star game. Kenny Payne, uh, during halftime, did you hear his bite? Yeah. When they asked like what it meant for him, and he, and he really spoke about what a dream come true it was for him as well. Words can't really express how grateful I am to have him in my life and what this moment means for him and his family and for me personally. Um, it's surreal. To have a young man come to you out of high school and say, this is my goal, this is my dream, and to see it come to fruition, it's, it's gratifying. 
Uh, so really special moment. Um, and like the MVP chance, he's been our MVP this season. We're 15 and 17 through the first half of the season almost. We would not be anywhere near this record without him. So those chants are definitely warranted. And then we went on to lose a... Really an awful second half against the Warriors, guys. Lost 114 to 106. We had the chance to go get to that 500 finally against them. We didn't. As I said, we're 15 and 17. We lost that game for me in the third, the beginning of the third and fourth quarters, guys. Well, they couldn't hit a shot at the beginning of the third, right? Weren't they like one for their first nine or something? We were up 59-55 at the start of the third quarter. Didn't score a single point for the first three minutes. Golden State scored the first 10 points, went up 65-59. We scored eight points over the first seven minutes of the third quarter. And Tibbs just leaves that starting unit in the entire time. Yeah, which is crazy because if you look at the plus minus for the starters versus the reserves in that game, I mean, all the starters, it's like they're all in minus and it's all big and the reserves were all plus, like plus double digits. I don't know how you're going like three, four or five minutes without scoring a point (laughs) and you're not putting someone from that second unit to try and spark something. And then at the start of the fourth quarter, at that point, we were down nine, 94-85. We held the Warriors to three points over the first seven and a half minutes of that fourth quarter. Three points. Three points. You know how many we scored? Seven. (laughs) (laughs) So even though we held them to three points, we couldn't really, we barely made a dent. You couldn't squeak in a run in there anywhere. (laughs) Like you would think at that point, you've gone up in the game, you know, only down nine at the start of the fourth quarter. You hold them to three over the first seven and a half, and you're still down. The past two games against Minnesota and Golden State, how we gave up that lead in the fourth quarter against Minnesota, just everything was a struggle down the stretch. They have a hard time playing a full 48 minutes. 25-10-7 for Julius Randle. Derek Rose and Alfred Payton combined for 36 points, 12 assists. Obi Toppin looked pretty good out there. In his limited time, as always, 13 minutes, seven points, three for three shooting. His parents were in the stands. He had that one nice alley-oop. He had a three in the fourth. Yeah, that three. I mean, he brought him within three points in the, on that in that little comeback against Golden State. He hit that at the seven-minute mark. And less than a minute later, Julius Randle comes back to replace him. Now, look, I know you got to get Julius Randle back out there on the floor. He's your all-star. He's, you know, he, he was having a great game as he's been all season long. You need him out there to close the game. That's obvious. But, you know, you got fans back in the building. You've been saying all year long that, you know, you, you feed off of that. They go nuts when Toppin hits that three. And, you know, he was three for three now at that point in the game. Now's your chance. Leave him out there with Randall. You know, it's not like Golden State's this huge team. I don't even think Wiseman was out on the floor at that point. You know, that was your chance. You could have had those two guys out there. Um, and then instead, you know, Randall comes in, Peyton checks back in. Now you got Peyton and Rose in the backcourt. RJ checks back in. And I know we were giving him a, Tibbs a hard time earlier this year when, you know, he wouldn't always play RJ in the fourth. Meanwhile, this game, RJ's having a horrible game. But fine, you want to put him back out there in the closing game. But now you, you, you really have no shooting out there. You, you didn't, you needed something. To spark it out there. And I know quickly looked lost a couple of times. He had a, a really, you know, poor turnover and, you know, his confidence might might be a little shaken, but uh, it was just it was just, you know, really sad to see. I mean, I mean it was surprising that they even tied the game ninety seven, you know, with th- uh under four minutes to go. And then Golden State just ran away with it. And and the Knicks couldn't get anything done. There was no spark, nothing to ignite them. It also, you know, it also doesn't help that we don't have a Steph Curry. I mean, he he lit it up. I mean, they had somebody that they could just 
Steph you know, Curry did what Steph Curry does. Yeah, I mean his his catch and release is like blink of an eye. He was hitting three pointers from all over the place. I mean, we just don't have a, anybody to match that at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, especially at the end of the game, that's where it matters the most, and that's when Steph Curry really did step up. You know, it was uh, it was painful to watch at the end of the game. I mean, Julius Randle is an all star, but even he was tough to watch at the end of that game. Just having the ball ripped out of his hands by Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Who taunted him? Who taunted him after that? I mean, they couldn't do anything. Uh, but I'm with you, Barry. I mean, Obi Toppin was playing pretty well. Like, leave him in there. You know, let him play with you. It's not like you're getting much out of the center position right. for a team that's struggling offensively, especially in that second half. They got the one guy that finally hits a three when they were struggling so much to that point. You take him out. R.J. Barrett four points on one and nine shooting. Yeah, I just wish. You know, obviously, we all want our players to be better, but I wish he could just dribble the ball better. Like, is that, you know, we always talk about guys working on their shot and their shooting. How realistic is it that he's going to be able to get a better handle? Because, you know, as athletic as he is, as strong as he is, he still doesn't have a quick enough step because his, his you know, his handling isn't good. Is that something that you think that's something that can improve? Or by at this point in his career, you know, it's pretty much at where it's at and he's just got to focus on his shot because that's where it's going to be at and his strength and, you know, his little, you know, post-up moves inside. I don't think I don't think it's going to happen for him. I don't know if it will least, either. Uh, he just you know, seems like... At least like, that aspect of his game. He's not... He's like a... He's... I don't know how to say it. He's like a stiff player. He's not that smooth athletically, you know? I mean, do you consider him an athletic player who you, we think could handle the ball and be really quick? And he doesn't seem he doesn't appear. He to doesn't me. seem that way. <laughs> I mean, like Zion, who's like you know huge, seems way. I mean, he's like you know way more athletic than RJ. Right. I think I think around the rim, RJ is athletic. You know, I think his shot looks good, but no, his his movements with the ball. Or not. That's why he's probably never going to be like better than a like a third option. Right. Maybe a second option. Right. Because I mean, there are guys in this league that they play to their strengths, and that overcomes you know that that weakness. Well, Manuel quickly over his past three games. This one against the Warriors, he had three points on one for five shooting. Last three games, averaging six points a game, less than one assist per game in fourteen minutes, and he's two for ten from three. And the floater that we all fell in love with is nowhere to be found. Well, don't you think that part of it is that he takes the league by storm and now people are paying closer attention to him? They're probably watching lots of tapes, seeing what his tendencies are, trying to push him, you know, the opposite ways of whichever way he wants to go. And they're probably, you know, he's not a big guy. I mean, you know, I'm sure the the word is out on, on what to have him do now to try and contain him. He's also now adjusting to a new role. Kind of since Derek Rose got here, right? He gets way fewer opportunities to just have the ball in his hands. And honestly, that was one of the most exciting things I thought about him was getting the ball in his hands and seeing him work his way into the paint to either put up a floater or feed someone else. He just made things happen when he had the ball in his hands. And he obviously makes a lot less happen when it's not in there. Yeah, and he's got it. It's in his hands half the time now. You're absolutely right. He's he. I mean, it's and now it's when it's in his hands. He either has to make the choice to either shoot or not. That's basically how it feels out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what uh, this Peyton injury is, where he's listed as doubtful. You know, in this uh, next upcoming game, but you figure Rose is probably going to move into that starting lineup spot now. Quickly, he'll be a true point guard again on that second unit. Again, I don't know if this is for one game. I don't know what Peyton's issue is. 
but uh, but we'll see what happens there and see if quickly goes back to his old ways. You know, I, I predict, uh, you know, a 23 point quickly explosion off the bench next game. There you go. I mean, maybe if we're lucky, like even though Peyton's been playing pretty well, maybe they maybe this changes the way they've been playing, you know, and it changes how they play. And we start to actually see some of the lineups that we've been dying to see. I mean, in my ideal world, Rose is the starter and Emmanuel is the point guard off the bench. Well, so what do you think if if this next game he sits out and Rose starts and quickly has like a, a, a good game, 15 points, something like that, or more, the very next game, does Thibodeau go right back to Peyton starting and Rose and, and quickly coming off the bench? Today? Probably, if it's yeah, one game. I, uh, yeah, I would think so at this point. <laughs> Pretty sure about that. I mean, you'd have to be like three, four, five games of that happening. Right, Barry? There, there's no way one game changes that. No, I was even thinking to myself, well, maybe if that happens with quickly and then Rose, you know, has like, you know, between eight and 10 assists and, you know, he's just got everything going and they just are moving the ball well and it just looks magical. Maybe Thibodeau will ride that. But you're right. We've seen magical things happen for one game this season, whether it's Rivers going off like crazy or, you know, or anything happening. And and, and it doesn't matter. Thibodeau just goes back to what he had been doing all season long. So, yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything that can happen. I was looking at um, R.J. Barrett's numbers in January and February. January, R.J. Barrett was getting 36 minutes a game. February, R.J. Barrett, 28. January, R.J. Barrett, 18.8 points a game, six, six rebounds, three assists. February, R.J. Barrett, 13 points, 5.8 boards. 2.3 assists. What has happened between February and January that went from RJ being one of the most played guys in the league, 36 minutes a game in January. Now he's all the way down to 28. What happened? Because well, at the beginning of the season, Thibodeau was playing him like the max minutes no matter what, no matter how he was playing. I don't think you can, I mean, look at the numbers. I think that was the beginning of his struggles. And when did Alec Burks return? Because I better share, you know, the minutes went in that direction. So the schedule came out today? Yes, it did. And it's going to be it's going to be rough. According to tankathon.com, the Knicks are in the middle of the pack when it comes to strength of schedule in the second half. Well, Craig, I mean, I'm looking at the schedule. The Knicks are 15 and 17 right now and and looking at the schedule ahead, I think there's a a really good chance that the Knicks never get over 500 this entire season. Their best chance to do it is really like within the next week or so because after that, yeah, the game just stacked up too much against them. I don't think it's happening. I'm not getting an entire argument about <laughs> records. Either. Did you look at the schedule? You got to look at it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Where is it? Yeah, I just I just put it in the chat there. All right, so we'll be over three hundred. We'll be over five hundred in the next three games. We'll win two of those three. You win two of those three. You're at five hundred, Craig. Okay, there you go. No, it's mission accomplished. If you no, win two I, out I of those three, you're, you're still over. under five hundred. Oh yeah, that's right. Two of three. <laughs> two and one would make you seventeen <laughs> and eighteen. So no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then how are you getting to over 500 when you got Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Philly, Philly again? I mean, yeah, maybe if I mean, you... With, with Oklahoma City and right in there between them. You're Orlando, trying to fat right on Orlando and the them. Wizards. And the Wizards but. have been playing well. Sacramento, Indiana, Detroit. Yeah. First three out of the gate. San Antonio. Okay. All right. Yeah, Detroit. Well, we had that Detroit already. Still before the All-Star break. Okay, Mil- but so these Milwaukee are games that are still coming. So Milwaukee is the first coming. game after the break. Fine, Milwaukee, Oklahoma City, one and one. Brooklyn, Philly, one and three. Orlando, Philly, two and four. Two games against Washington, three and five. Milwaukee, Miami, 
They can beat Miami. Four and six. They could. I mean, the last two Minnesota, Dallas, Detroit. Okay, here, here's where you're getting into a little bit of a hump yeah. in the middle of April. Brooklyn, Boston. Memphis, Toronto, Boston's LA. a 500 team. Boston is better than the Knicks. I mean, five, but you cannot predict who's going to win these games. <laughs> I'm fucking not doing this, guys. I'm not going no, game by I'm, game. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, so you look at annoying. this, you'd be hard-pressed to find another 15 or 16 wins. Uh, this is so fucking stupid. I'm not getting into this argument again. <laughs> Here's Jay fucking pushing his whole, we're going to go 10 games under 500. Uh, I was listen. right. I know everything. It's going to be disappointing, Jay. I don't give a shit what the schedule says. It will be a bad second half of the season if the Knicks are 10 games under 500. Sip your fucking drink. You'll have to remove from the show. Jeez. Buddy, buddy, shit just went from zero to 100 real fucking quick. Just, just let me sip my water. <laughs> Goodness. Could you not use a straw? Why? Is he not the loudest fucking drinker, Barry? <laughs> Between, yeah, the way, he, the way he swallows it. Yeah, like, why is it such you a mean big like swallow? like when I, the, the way I like I I'm going to leave this in now for everyone can hear what I deal with. Go, drink. Why do you wrap your tongue around the straw like that every time? <laughs> is that intentional? Okay. All right. Fuck. This has gone on way too long. Here's my favorite out of the show. Want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether it's rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee. Authenticity guarantee. The, your, their authenticity guarantee. Your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. Authenticators. Mm. Authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators. Verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag. Authenticity guarantee. That includes a digital stamp of Authenticity. Authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. You want to hear some great voicemails we got this week? Here we go. Ooh. Let's go. Why not? Here's a great one. We told everyone they can call with whatever they want to talk about, and this is what you get. Hi guys, this is Ralph again. I wanted to let you know that uh, I really had a, I'm in Austin, Texas, and it's really been a rough time for us here. Um, many people didn't have electricity, and uh, I, did, I was lucky enough not to have that problem, but I didn't have water for a long time, and we've been having to boil our water. Uh, once we got it back going and, uh, it's been something else. We we're not equipped here to do winter weather. And on top of that, these idiots in government had us, uh, having our own electricity. So that didn't work out very well. Anyway, catch you guys later. So, um, first of all, you know, our hearts are with uh, Ralph. It's got to be an unbelievable, unbelievably tough situation. But he knows what show he's calling, right, Craig? 
It wasn't. I mean, we know Ralph, but maybe maybe he meant to call. You say uh, Barry, you could call with whatever you want to talk about. I mean, you think you think there'll be some Knicks on the periphery of that? Ralph and Texas is going through a hard time. Yes, I don't know how bad I feel for Dallas Maps country, but <laughs> but for our friends like Ralph, we do. For Ralph, I really do feel bad. Is that going to have any effect on the game uh, in San Antonio next week? I wonder. I don't know, Jay. There's another voicemail. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but it sounded like someone just like hung up. It's a good one. But then it keeps going. This is weird. Hi. Just get a little like someone picks up and goes, hi. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for that. What was, wait, that was, was it? No, no Some more? high quality voice was <laughs> coming in. <laughs> <laughs> but we got another one here from Ralph. Julius Randall is an all-star. Yay! <laughs> Spirit's still high in spite of everything going on. And then we got a text message this week, guys. Ooh. Oh, whoops, wrong one. <laughs> Do you have something for a... T- oh, you have something for a text message. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if everyone knew this, but you can text us. Anything you want, as Barry says. Dick pics. <laughs> Hi, Helen. We broke up with John. <laughs> he oh, this che- is the text, right? <laughs> he cheated on me, and I'm very disappointed. Are you free tomorrow to go to dinner? Mary. Now, did you text back like we wanted you to? You did, right? I, th- I thought you did. Yeah, you know, I really did. Did, did she ever write back? Did Helen ever write back? No, I did. She or did, Mary? and she did not write back. Oh, Let me check, actually. That's disappointing. To be honest, I don't know if I even checked. I'd like to know what's going on in this saga. But, but read that text just to me real quick again. Hi, Helen. We broke up with John. We bro- I don't know what that means, we broke up with John. Maybe it was like a, tri- like a yeah. you know. Could be like those... a polygamous family, Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, you should text her back. John he just cheated on me. I am a... very disappointed. Are you free to go to dinner tomorrow? Mary. I wrote back, hey, Mary, that's awful. I don't know why I even did that. It's not like it's a fan. Why, why don't you tell her that you spoke with John and John denies the whole thing? Or say John just called you for a booty call and you're not sure how to respond because you've always had a liking for <laughs> oh, him. that's and now, right, because you know, yeah, she thinks that we're another woman. All right, you all hear that music? It is time for the news. Presented by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. Blandy, let's play a little game. Fuck, marry, kill. All right? Okay. The crumbs, the cream or the filling under the crumbs, and the cake. Who are you fucking, who are you marrying, and who are you killing? Um, I'm going to kill the cream. What? Kill the cream. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're killing the cream. All right, I'm just going to let now, you Now, see, this is what I never understood about this game, because, like, if you marry, if you choose to marry something, wouldn't you be able to fuck it then? Yeah, but regularly? you're just, you're, you're, you got to spend every day with, the, the, the what you're fucking is just for a few minutes every day, whoever you marry, you're going to be with every day, all the time, all right? Right. So you pick so, that ingredient. So then you I'd want to marry the crumbs. I, you wanna want to be with the crumbs all the time. I want to marry the crumbs, yeah, without a doubt. Mm. And you're fucking what, the cake? The cake, I guess. Yeah. Okay. You I don't want to fuck the cream? No. No. You could, you would like- Because it's not substantial. Like it's it's just, I mean, when you talk about the three different parts of the cake, it's the, it's, you know, the smallest part of the cake. It's the least 
Yeah, how would you even fit in there? Right, right? it's the least yeah. of the cake. You know what I mean? It's really not all that important to the cake itself. Now, the I mean, reason this- I asked this question and the reason, the reason we're playing this game is that your wife told me that she she found you fucking the Clarkson Avenue That's just, last week. I mean... Erroneous! <laughs> Erroneous. Why can't we do a Clarkson Avenue crumb cake read that is <laughs> actually know. fucking appropriate? I, I'm not the one that starts. You're the one that starts the ad. I mean, all right. It's... From holiday gift boxes to their world famous crumpkins, you can fuck them all. They even have a crumb cake of the month subscription. <laughs> <laughs> they even have a crumb Please cake don't. of the month subscription you can get for three, six, or twelve months. Go to ClarksonAveCrumb.com. Use promo code HardnixLife for twenty three percent off your order. And this is all a while joke. while we're still there. They sponsor. are meant for eating, by the way. What? Yeah, like, they, do yeah. they listen to this? This is a do, test. This is a test. Ever, Clarkson Avenue. Do, do they ever check in to be like, oh, I wonder what they're saying about us this week? I they, mean, we got all these new orders this week, and we don't know why. Didn't didn't he start this company with his mother? Right? Like, is his mom checking in? Like, hey, let's hear what they're saying about us. <laughs> oh God! Could you imagine? I mean. Son, did you know that they are talking about our fucking our crumb cakes? That is disrespectful. I mean, listen, I guess as long as they make a sale, what difference does it make? Uh, what you no. do with the cake once you have it? But It's a sensual cake. That's how good it is. All right, Blandy, give it to us. All right, really quick. There were two positive COVID tests in the latest batch of testing. Uh, clearly, it seems like they've kind of hit their stride the last couple of weeks. The last three times they've announced testing results, there's only been, I think, two or three positive tests. You, know, you had all those games being postponed for a while for a couple of teams. Second half of the schedule came out today. March 10th is when the games begin, and May 16th is when uh, the season ends, and then they start the play-in tournament. Uh, the Timberwolves. The other night, while the Knicks were in town, um, fired their head coach, Ryan Saunders, former uh, or a son of former coach Flip Saunders, and then hired an assistant from the Raptors, which is a little... I mean, when does that ever happen that it's not somebody from the bench that's promoted in the middle of the season? I know there were a couple of people that weren't so happy with that. Carl uh, Anthony Towns was not so happy. I guess there's somebody on the staff that he preferred. Uh, also, the National Basketball Coaches Association wasn't happy uh, either with that because uh, apparently, you know, a qualified African American assistant coach on the team was passed over in favor of um, this guy, uh, what's it, Chris Finch, who was the assistant, one of the assistants with the Raptors. Apparently, though, he was one of the people they interviewed when they interviewed Ryan Saunders for the job. So that's that's why they had some familiarity with him. Uh, the Mavs. Mavs are up to 15 and 15. So Sad. Sad news. I mean, that lottery pick is it's looking less and less likely. But good news out of uh, Dallas. Supposedly, KP could be on the block. Is that good um, news? Listen, I mean, it's... It, it, I mean, it's good for us in terms Mentally, of... Mentally. It's good for yeah. our mental health. Right. Yeah. Um, you know... Bleacher Report says that uh, they are trying to gauge interest around the league. Mark Cuban came out and said it's totally not true. And uh, last thing, Kyrie. I don't know if you saw this. Kyrie has started to push once again to have the NBA logo replaced with Kobe Bryant. And uh, that's the way the basketball bounces. I'll end on that. Good job, Jay. You're hitting your stride with the news. Thanks. Got right into it.
without saying that I was going to get right into it. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show today. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow me at hardnextlife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Jay at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. Whatever you want, right, Barry? Natural disasters. <laughs> climate change. You can text us about your husband or your boyfriend breaking up with you, John. <laughs> that's right. Well, he didn't break up. He just cheated, so she broke up. Oh, he cheated. All right. Yeah. You need a shoulder That's to cry me. on for any reason. We are here. Hashtag here for Helen. Oh, can we get that trending? <laughs> well, it's really Mary. Here for Mary. Oh. If you guys oh, took right. any Hi, interest Helen. in our fucking <laughs> listeners and our texters, right. you know that was Mary speaking Helen, to Helen. Helen, Mary, same thing. That's right. Remember, you can buy our merch, hardnickslife.threadless.com. And if you like our show, if you listen to it, go wherever you listen. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. We It's been a while since we got a review, so it would be nice to get a new one. Hmm, who's going to give us a schedule? Give me a drum roll, Jay. I got it. No, I'm give ready. me a fucking drum roll, Jay. Drum roll? Hold <laughs> on. Barry, why don't you give us the oh, upcoming schedule? What the schedule? fuck is going on here? This is well, such crap. Thursday night, Craig, <laughs> we continue our homestand against... The Sacramento Kings, and then Saturday night against Indiana, the first of a back-to-back as we head to Detroit this is on crappy. Sunday night. This, this is bullshit. I hope you realize that. It's absolute bullshit. We will win the next three games, and we will go over 500. Revisit our um, our old friend DSJ. Is DSJ on playing? On Sunday night. He started the other day for, for the Pistons. How'd he do? Eh. <laughs> there you go. Jay, are you doing okay with losing the schedule? Or I'm know? not. I'm not pleased. I mean, that's for sure. Have you been venting about it at home lately? Yeah. I mean, Jake, you, you had your you, you have your huge spotlight at the tail end of the show with the big news, and then you want the schedule right after that too. Come on, yeah, that's exactly Stop being so what I'm greedy. Thinking. Jay, would you be happy if you did the phone number? No, Ooh. I don't want the phone number. <laughs> Is that good enough for you? No, no, it's not. Barry does do a good job with that. Yeah, he does. I mean, the way he says mesh, it's great. And he does that's a good what, job with the schedule. That's what he should do. So here's the deal, Jay. If you want it, you got to do a better job. Do a better job with what? The fucking schedule. <laughs> Whatever you're doing. But how doing. am I going to do... How can I do a better job with the schedule if you're letting him do the schedule? The next time you get in the game to do the schedule, you got to nail it. So what is this? You got to be ready. You, you always got to be ready. I'm going to do a drum roll, and then you're going to tell us which one of us is doing yeah, the schedule? Yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. So next Barry week, and I, I, might, like, I might have you go alternating games, oh, and we'll geez. do a little fucking <laughs> schedule battle. Actually, we're let's fucking do that right court. now. Guys, read me the schedule back to back. Barry, you read the first game. Jay, you do the next. Let's see who does better. And and this will decide who does it next week. Barry, go. Thursday night, we continue our second game of our homestand against the Sacramento Kings. What is this shit? Like, just Oh, no, it's not our second game of the homestand. Fuck! Oh! Barry! <laughs> with a fourth game with a of the mistake homestand. out of the gate. Nice the job. Second game with fans. Shit. See? I stumbled. Go ahead, Blandy. Saturday? The Indiana Pacers are in town for an 8 o'clock game. Uh, that would actually be the fourth game of the homestand. The fourth game. Uh, fifth even game. when Barry is saying fifth giving game. wrong information, it's better. Fifth game. No. Okay. Oh, because San Antonio is... So was... once again, you're wrong. <laughs> you're right. Okay? So maybe 
maybe this should set things straight, Greg, because I'm sorry, this should be something that I'm doing. If if he gets to do this again after just screwing up a couple of times, I, I mean, that's not right. Not right. I don't know. I'm undecided on this because I I got it right. I like Jay's accuracy, but I mean Bar- Bar- the way Barry delivers it blows you out of the fucking. Water. I got it right, and you got it wrong. <laughs> yes, I don't know if it's better to be right or more entertaining. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> That's basically the whole concept of this show, to be honest. It's less about being right than us just having some fucking fun. I don't. Uh... I think when he does it, it's, it's you know, it's okay. <laughs> it's meh. It's because we need a drop of meh. meh. Yeah. All right, guys. Congratulations, Barry. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.